Patel, man, how you doing? I've been better, but not too bad. How are you doing? Yeah, I know you're getting uh, you're getting some attention today. Can we can we talk about yeah. the attention that you're getting? Yeah, I suppose we can a little bit. Um, so we were not like going to talk about this, but literally when I was texting you earlier, talking about what we were going to discuss today, I go and check Twitter, and then, <sighs> of all people, Rachel freaking Maddow tweets this hit yep. piece article that Mike Rothschild published today about you. So, man, you're like enemy number one for the fake news media right now. You, we need a crown for you. We need a yeah. an award today, man. It's wild. I, I mean, I, I kind of knew the, the hit piece was coming based on my neighbor sending me a, an email that Mike Rothschild had sent him uh, not long ago. I think it was like two weeks ago. So yeah, it was yeah. coming eventually. But still, what a dick move. And the fact that Rachel, you know, tweeted it, that's, that's just nuts. And, and the thing is, Mike Rothschild is... I know you're watching this. You're, you're a piece of shit, you pathetic little <laughs> beta of a man. He uh, he has to stoop to the level of trying to dig into your personal life and everything about you and then releases it on a website called Daily Dot, which is more or less obscure. Like, not yep. that many people read of or have ever even heard of DailyDot.com. Yet yep. Rachel Maddow feels the need to tweet this obscure Daily Dot website with this hit piece about you to her. I don't know how big of an audience on Twitter. Granted, yeah. a lot of that might be bots and she doesn't get all that much engagement actually on her tweets. But still, Rachel Maddow, you got the Maddow treatment and she had to stoop to the level of posting these obscure like you can see what is really living rent free in her head, like us, the whole truth movement yeah. us crazy conspiracy theorists on on telegram and whatnot it's god it's mind-blowing it, so it, it's nuts yeah and i mean even the article like it it really wasn't as bad as i thought it was going to be he didn't really have anything on me i mean he talked about my faith and my previous line of work and i mean this is what it is but um i won't go into it too much i i do i have some lawyers i've been in contact with when i first got this I don't know what I'm supposed to say or allowed to say just in case there is anything I can do about this. So yeah, yeah looking at you, Rothy. You heard that. Yeah. Um, it's crazy that that this is even happening. So yeah, over the target, man. You're you're doing good stuff. But like you said, it wasn't that bad of an article because the dude doesn't really have anything on you. And I was reading yeah. it too. I was reading the first couple of paragraphs, and he's describing your devolution ideas and how. You know, Trump signing secret orders and creating some sort of continuity of government and all this sort of stuff. I'm like, oh, I mean, that's yeah, you kind of yeah. kind of on the money there, right, child? I mean, <laughs> yeah, seriously. I mean, if, if it gets people to go and read it, they're going to see that, you know, I'm not I'm not talking about some conspiracy here. This is all it's all factual. It's all out there. It's yeah, yeah. Um, it's legit. And he, he didn't really do a good job of I don't know. I guess I probably shouldn't say how I feel about it either because we'll, we'll see what the reaction is and what comes of it. But yeah, it's just, it's just wild. I mean, if anything, it's, it's good publicity, but um, with everything else going on in my personal life, it's not ideal, but, but we'll get through. We it. can just say we're disappointed. We're disappointed yeah. in how gar garbage of a human that Mr. Mike Rothschild is and how he feels the need to smear us, you, me, all of us. He's done it for years. Like what a pathetic little life he's leading this. Yeah. What's, anyway, what's the point if 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 we're you know if if what we're talking about isn't true or something? I mean, why why bother? What, it's his paycheck. Matter? 
It's his yeah. paycheck. You know, a lot of these blue check mark Twitter trolls and shills that devote pretty much their whole day or their their articles to us. It's their paychecks. And it's also their sense of their little sense of self. They feel like little sure. petty tyrants that are stamping out this misinformation that's harmful to people. And, oh, I'm doing a service <laughs> to humanity. It's like it's their little, you know, their little kick, their little edge on life. Yeah. They feel like they need to do. And it's whatever. Poor souls. Yeah, whatever. Well, onward and upward. We'll we'll see how it plays out. Yeah, onward and upward. So away from that, what are we going to talk about today, man? I want to ask you first. We're going to get into Ghislaine, and we're going to yeah. get into uh, the economy too, with Biden trying to just do all this stuff with the oil reserves today. Yeah. We'll talk that. But I want to ask you first about your uh, your most recent research in terms of your series. You were digging into some stuff, I think, about Durham, a little more on Durham and some Mike Lindell information. Yeah. So talk on that. Yeah, so um, it, it was one of my addendums. So it's a lot more speculation. I mean, there's it's still all based in fact, but I speculate based off what I the facts I see. Mm-hmm. But there's some interesting stuff with this um, with this Lindell case and his whole situation, because ever since January 15th, the first time he met with Trump um, in the Oval Office, he uh he's been meeting with trump along the way he's met with him at least three times now secretly that, that we know about and who knows how often more than that and then he's been building this whole case and he supposedly has his pcap data and so there's just some interesting connections here i mean trump has basically endorsed what lindell is doing because i mean he just did an interview with him prior to this whole Supreme Court case thing that's that he's got going on yeah. and he hasn't said anything boo about it so it's almost like what he's doing is with Trump's endorsement and so uh, I think that this this upcoming case is important for a couple of reasons if whether or not it goes through I mean if if it goes through and it's accepted by the Supreme Court and they you know they overturn the election that's that's one legal option that Trump can get back in office um, and the other legal option would be you know the state legislatures decertifying and flipping it but if with Lindell's case, if they look at the evidence and say, no, we're not doing it, or if they just outright not even want to look at the evidence, then it appears like all hope is lost. But I think that's kind of what Trump is trying to do is he's exhausting all of his legal options. So as long as the, the PCAP data that Lindell has is legitimate and it does show foreign interference, I think it's, it's, it's us reaching that constitutional crisis, which would move us to the next step where the, the military couldn't you know, theoretically get involved in, in rectifying this. Cause if the court isn't going to do it, then, then, then somebody has to. And then the other interesting thing that I talk about in the article relating to Lindell and Durham, I was having this conversation with this guy. He's a, he's a former army master sergeant Intel guy. And he presented this theory that what if Mike Lindell and Durham have been commissioned into the military? There's a, there's a direct commission direct commissioned officers. And it's something that happens quite often. And I presented the theory last night. And after talking to him, he actually allowed me to put his name and everything in there. So I mean, when you see who who did it, this like former Intel Master Sergeant in the Army guy, I mean, it, it lends a lot of credibility to the theory, in my opinion. And um, that's something that the military can do is basically commission civilians, if you will, into the military, and then maybe be able to get them a security clearance or in some sort of op or something like that. Is that what you're alluding to? It, yeah. So it, direct commissioning, they, they'll commission civilians with special skill sets that could be used for military operations. That's like the, the, the definition of it. So if you think, why hasn't the deep state fired Durham yet? When, I mean, everything they've done, even stealing the election, the impeachment, everything, 
fighting against Trump has all been about covering up what Durham is uncovering. Right. You know on one mean? end, we're speculating that the reason why the Biden admin can't fire Durham is because of obstruction of justice and how some people involved in Biden's administration, like Jake Sullivan, are also directly implicated in what Durham is investigating. So that's one speculation. Yep. But but my thoughts are you on that. might also and- be, you know, have something to your ideas and that maybe they literally cannot because yep. behind the scenes, secretly, some of these civilians have been, I guess, commissioned is what you're getting at. Commissioned into the military and they're kind of like under their protection in a sense. And and I get what you're saying about, you know, obstruction of justice and all this stuff. But um, when has one of the Democrats cared about the legality or optics of anything? You know what I mean? Correct. They stole a freaking election. And so I don't think I think if they had any available tool in their belt to to get rid of Durham, they'd do it. But I just literally don't think they can because he's they have no control over him. And then that would also offer Durham protection, wouldn't it? Yep. Oh yeah, absolutely. And then when it comes all to people, what... Durham needs a hell of a lot of protection. And yeah. you know, I've I've kind of wondered what, how's Durham being kept secure and and those investigators yeah. working with Durham and whatnot. So. And then another angle with Lindell. I mean, if if his PCAP data is legitimate, how did he get it? Why is he allowed to maintain it and hang on to it? And how is he going to prove chain of custody that's going to hold up in court? And really the only the only body that I could think of that could check all those boxes, it would be the military. You know, the military gave it to him. The military's protecting him and, and allowing him to do it and maintain it. And then they're also the ones that are going to provide the the chain of custody on it to prove that it's legitimate. Yeah. You know, let's let's not get hopped up on a bunch of hopium right here and have all these yeah. expectations to fall through. But but we're getting to a point now in society where people are so fed up with so many things, the mandates, yeah. the lockdowns, <clears throat> the stolen elections, the every single thing Joe Biden freaking does. And, you know, it, it's getting to a point, I guess, where the optics are essentially allowing the military to come in and the people will be okay with it. That's that's the biggest hurdle yep. that we're facing right now is the public. We're talking 350 million people in America public to be okay with some sort of mass uh, changeover yep. in in power. So, and when when you're talking like hopium, um, first of all, you know I I fully expect the Supreme Court not to accept this case and overturn the election. I fully right. expect that to happen. Um, and when it comes to the timing of this mass awakening, you know, and waiting for enough people to be woken up, if if the PCAP data that Mike Lindell has is legit, he supposedly got it on January 9th. Why didn't he file this case with the court on January 21st? Or why didn't he do it in August when he said it? I mean, he could have done this any at any time, but instead he's waiting till now when we have all this other stuff kind of coming right. to a head. As so the if, timing of it seems most interesting. As if, you know, he's been given orders or he's a part of an op that's patiently yep. waiting for the right time strategically. Yep. yep, that's just the theory of it, so. A lot of theories, right? But like you said earlier, you know, we are basing our theories and our speculations on facts, on stuff that's provable. Yep. And all we're trying to do is extrapolate on the what ifs without foundation of fact. The problem exactly. with a lot of people's speculation out there is they speculate based off flawed foundations or not fact. So 
Yeah. And that's why, like, when I originally posted the theory, I, I posted it like it was it was kind of mine, but I was begging this guy to come out because if if the source of the actual theory, like, I mean, if you put his name on it and you see like his background, I mean, he doesn't he we say in there he he's not using any classified documents. He has no access to anything. It's mm-hmm. just based on his experience in the intelligence community. This is what he thinks is going on. And I think it lends a ton of credibility to the commissioning to the military thing. Yeah. And in, in the work that people like you and I are doing, I mean, we're in our. <laughs> young thirties and we're kind of just, you know, (laughs) young dudes on the internet talking a bunch of shit and speculating and all these theories and doing research. If we can get some credible people behind our names with credentials, then uh, behind our ideas, then that definitely helps. That definitely helps. Absolutely. Absolutely. So man, onward from that, um, let's talk Ghislaine. That's another one of the big big things going on right now along with the election fraud getting exposed in durham yeah is Ghislaine's court case her trial is going to start in what's tuesday is it now so six days next monday the yeah. 29th and there's a lot of stuff coming out about it i mean we had Ghislaine, her family her siblings are appealing to the united nations of all entities to get her released did you see that i did not see that no. they're appealing to the u.n and I saw a pretty interesting take on this in that somebody was bringing up Ghislaine Maxwell's Terramar project. So Ghislaine's Terramar project is what she had um, a few years ago. It's now defunct and folded, but it was her oceanic foundation where she was trying to uh, basically create this whole, I think it was a nonprofit for you know preserving the ocean. But what she had with it was this status with her Terramar project that that allowed some sort of diplomatic immunity. And I think she was even filing for the UN to have her own, her own like entity of the Terramar project. I can't remember the exact terminology being used right now, but it makes me wonder if she's appealing to the UN because uh, trying to trying to pull that diplomatic immunity card or something like that. Plus the UN being the UN of all organizations that would, uh, deep state orgs <laughs> that she would, uh, would help her out. Probably that. Um, and then I also that, saw that, that Ghislaine's defense are trying to bring in a false memories expert. And I think they're going to try to gaslight either the victims or the jurors or the public at large with a false memories expert. And try to wow. insinuate that the victims of Ghislaine are having false memories implanted or something like that. So I think we're going to get a hell of a lot of twists and turns out of this trial in the next few weeks. And all eyes on it, man. Yeah, it's, it's curious. I mean, uh, one thing I've seen that um, list of you know co-conspirators going around. It's the old list and people are. Yeah. Can very, I touch on that for a sec? Yeah, go ahead. So a lot of influencers and even some bigger outlets, I thought I saw, I think Russia today fell for it and disclose.tv really quickly fell for it today, but luckily they deleted the tweets almost instantly. So that's good that they deleted them. But um, yeah, there's a list floating around of what people think is a new list of Ghislaine's co-conspirators. But it's not. They think yeah. it's a new list. It's not. It's from a court case that was filed last August, right after uh, Jeffrey Epstein died it was from last year well not right after he died i guess epstein died in 2019 but it was filed i think right after Ghislaine was arrested in august 2020 but it's basically some lady 
suing Jeffrey Epstein's estate and some New York music executives to get some money. And the case was thrown out after a month. So it's filed in August, 2020. It was thrown out in September, 2020. And it's not, it's just not new point being, it's not a new list of co-conspirators. So, but we're still, we're still waiting on that list. It was supposed to come out a while ago, wasn't it? Yeah. I think it was supposed to come out at the beginning of this month or beginning of October even. So Hmm. we're kind of waiting on it, but maybe like you floated earlier, there's some strategic happenings going on with all this and you might be waiting for it or I'm I'm sure there's a lot of pushback going on from very powerful interest, not to get that list of names out there right now as well. So yeah, it's it's all interesting behind this behind the scenes, whatever's going on. I mean, the timing of all this is just it, it's it's too much to be considered a coincidence. There's just right. so much happening right now. Yeah, next few weeks should be very interesting. I wonder, I wonder if they're going to, shall we say, pull the plug on Queen Elizabeth because Lord knows Prince Andrew is a total liability right now, and the whole the whole crown is gonna implode in in yeah. due time. So I never thought has she been seen in public since she was supposedly sick I, or injured. Or I whatever. think it's been like three or four weeks now that she's had to cancel a few appearances over health concerns huh. and stuff. So, you know, that's at weird. any moment they could publicly announce that she passes away. And then that's going to distract the world for a, for a few weeks, Yeah, especially England there. It's going to distract them for quite a while. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. I mean, something's going to happen. They're going to have to distract us somehow. So I'm, I'm kind of expecting that who knows mm-hmm. what it'll be, but that would be one that makes sense for sure. Yeah, I don't even really follow the, I haven't really followed much of the, you know, Galen stuff, or that's really the one side of things, the the sexual crimes that I haven't been, I haven't dug into yet. I've yeah, no, into you've been really stuff, focused but... on, you've been really focused on the election fraud and Durham and your, your devolution ideas. Uh, me being into the Q stuff for a few years and whatnot, we've, we did a lot of digging, especially into Epstein and Ghislaine at the end of 2019 and in uh, beginning of 2020. And yeah. it's funny now to see Ghislaine's siblings. So her brother's been going around and doing a bunch of interviews the past few days, trying to paint Ghislaine as being a victim and really? not being as bad as everybody thinks she is and all that. Um, and then they're trying to blame it on daddy issues too, almost as yeah. if it's her, her deceased dad's fault that all this is going on. But the thing is, for people out there who are new to all of this and not too familiar with Ghislaine and Epstein uh, information, basically, Ghislaine was the run one actually running Epstein. Like, Ghislaine was wearing the pants in that relationship. Sure. And what they were doing was running a blackmail op. So Ghislaine's yeah. dad is a Mossad agent. And this isn't even secret or underground information. It's publicly known that Ghislaine's dad, Robert Maxwell was an agent for at one point in time for Israeli intelligence. So if so facto, Ghislaine and Epstein are actually running some blackmail rings. Everybody that's getting on the Lolita Express and going down to Epstein's island, everybody that did, um, they probably had cameras all over that place. And then they get a videotape on any of these celebrities or politicians that go down there. Boom, they got them by the balls for life. So that is, yeah. I wonder how, how much of this is going to be coming out in the trial. I mean, do you expect a lot of that to come out? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, obviously, I don't think 100% of everything is going to come out during the trial because that would be just be too much for the public to handle. But I mean, we'll see who, who else was involved. I mean, I, I think yeah. we'll probably get some more names of celebrities and, and people implicated in it. 
who knows how much we'll learn. Honestly, probably not much at first, but that will just be more connections. We get more leads. And then we get a lot of people starting to dig into it and who knows what they'll find. Yeah. Um, what about, uh, the court case, it's not televised, is it? I heard no, it's, it's a federal, federal case. So as far as I understand, federal cases are not televised. Um, but yeah, we'll see. We'll see who, what we learned from it. I would yeah. be, you know, it would be quite enlightening. It'd be very interesting, I should say, if we hear the name Rachel Chandler. So this is... This is for the Q folks out there, but Rachel Chandler is a name that we heard of in Q's drops all the way back in 2018, I think, even as early as that, or at least 19. We've been aware of Rachel Chandler for a few years. She was apparently one of the procurers. She did some of the procuring of um, humans and or children for Epstein and Ghislaine. Mm. Now, Rachel Chandler has not, I mean, that name has not really been public. The media has not talked about that. I don't even think we've heard about it Interesting. at all. So if that name comes out in Ghislaine's case, that would be like one of the biggest Q proofs of all Q proofs that we could oh. get. And uh, yeah, that would be interesting. So we'll see. We'll see. Interesting. Well, for your guys' sake, I hope that happens. <laughs> hey man, <laughs> I, was, I was reading that Ro- that Mike Rothschild article and, and you're you're in our club now, bro. Yeah, I know. <laughs> can't escape it. You can't yeah. escape it. Yeah. So um it's pretty interesting. And and I guess we can move now to to the last thing to talk about yeah. is what Joe Biden is doing or Joe Biden's handlers are doing to our economy. Uh talk yeah. real quick on what Biden's doing today with the oil reserves. Yeah, well, he said that they're I mean, the oil prices are so high right now, and they're gonna deplete our entire reserve of oil, which Trump had you know, he, he had topped that thing off and um, yeah, he's trying to sell it all. And then once that's done, we're, I mean, we're already pretty much victim to uh, the prices set by OPEC. And then once, once this is gone, we're going to be screwed. And I, I think I saw a tweet out there or something that this is kind of their attempt um, and push to justify, you know, with rising oil prices and gas prices, justify going to the green new deal. And so that's what I, what I think they're trying to do. It makes the most sense. Um, but yeah, it's, it's not a good position to be in. Trump had us completely energy independent, and we were rocking on all cylinders with with oil and not even a full year of Biden yet. And we're going to be completely depleted and dependent on other countries for oil. It's just it's unbelievable. Dude, I paid five bucks a gallon for the first time in my life the other day. Wow. Five freaking bucks. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, you know, it's funny that you bring that point up, which absolutely right. I mean, it's just this yeah. is a fast track into getting us onto their bullshit renewable energy agenda. And uh, last weekend, the Daily Mail, which it's mainstream media, but it's it's one of those kind of conservative-leaning mainstream media outlets that they, they do get some good scoops and have some exclusives now and again. So I, I do like the Daily Mail more than most, but they had an exclusive on Hunter Biden, how Hunter Biden was involved in a $4 billion deal with China and essentially sold American cobalt mines to a Chinese owned company. Now, cobalt is a mineral that's used to create a lot of these batteries, batteries yeah. for uh, renewable cars, electric cars, and things like this. So Biden is, is depleting the oil reserves and selling us out to OPEC, outsourcing yeah. the creation of oil and natural gas and whatnot. 
So forcing us to then go onto this renewable energy, which is then made by China. They own a lot of the cobalt and lithium and precious metals and whatnot needed to make these batteries. So we're looking at the monopolization of American industry, the total outsourcing of it. They're outsourcing all this to foreign interests. And we're just getting, we're just getting bent over and, and screwed. Yeah. And I even talk about that in one of my articles. Um, Hunter Biden is on the border. He owns a 10% equity stake in this company called BHR Investments or something. And they own a majority share of this company called CA or CTYL. And it's China's number one. I mean, it's the world's number one um, lithium battery manuf- manufacturer. Mm. And so if that happens and, and that production goes up, I mean, it directly benefits Hunter and Joe Biden, which, which is just nuts. I, I'll have to find that and post it again. Yeah, it's, man. It's I, uh, uh, this is a rabbit hole that I, I get into a lot, but I just, I can't stand the green energy nonsense and all this climate change bullshit and all that, because at least in terms of the renewable energy, everything they want to sell us on, i.e. solar yep. panels, wind, e- even the, even the nuclear fusion. So that's, that's like the 21st century <clears throat> renewable energy they're trying to sell us on is, oh, we got to get into this nuclear fusion. But the thing is, nuclear fusion is incredibly expensive. Actually, Bill Gates yep. and Jeff Bezos, they're two huge investors of nuclear fusion technologies. It's super expensive. And um, that's what they want to get us all onto. But if you really get into the deep rabbit holes, you know, I, I don't know if you've got much into this, but there's technologies out there that we could have had decades ago, if not a century ago, that are incredibly cheap. And you could have a device basically the size of a shoebox that powers your whole street for a year running Jeez. on just electromagnetic energy creation, zero point energy. So Nikola Tesla oh, yeah, was working on this. Stuff, yeah. yeah, Nikola Tesla That's was nice. working on it. He wasn't the first one. There was men before him like John Keeley and a lot of men after him. But, oh man, if if people think that holistic doctors are suicided by the deep state, the free energy researchers... <laughs> they get yeah i believe definitely that's so that's nuts to think about i mean they're they're definitely doing everything they can to you know keep their heels on our throats and and keep us poor while enriching themselves you know they they don't want what's best for society they just want what's best for themselves oh my god it's it's disgusting it is absolutely disgusting and all of it should piss you off every single day piss you off enough to go do something whether it's election fraud or big pharma or big oil and the hiding of all these technologies whatever it is man um any last words anything else you want to touch on no i don't think so i think that covered everything i wanted to discuss we'll yeah man good to talk next week yeah. yeah next week i hope you you know fight these attacks coming your way because they're really yeah. they're really trying to pressure Ramping you to up. shut up yeah not gonna happen but we'll uh we'll, we'll see we'll see how it goes hey you've got a good uh you've got a good support pace a lot of people love your work love your research you'll you'll get a lot of help with this no worries man yeah and hey, just uh, frame it, dude. Frame that Maddow tweet. Yeah. You've made that's, that's, it. Yeah, it's, You've made it's it, crazy. Bro. Ne- never would have expected it. But we'll see what she does tonight on her show, if she actually covers it or not. That'll be interesting as well. Oh, dude, I would love if she has like Ben Collins on or, or even Mike Rothschild. Any, either yeah. of them, right? Yeah, it'd be interesting. It'd be I'm crazy. Like, I mean, this whole thing is just crazy. It's all I, can I, say. I know you don't really want it, but I, I'm like, I kind of want it for you in some sick, twisted <laughs> way. 
<laughs> yeah, we'll see what happens. I'm ready yeah. for it if, if whatever happens. So, all right, man. Cool. Let's do. We'll do Thanks, this again Roy. next week. Yep. Have a happy Thanksgiving. We'll talk cool, to you later. Dude. Later. Yep. Bye.